Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. You were listening to the No Bullshit Blue Collar Podcast. I'm your host, Splash. It is Monday, the 3rd of February, 2020. Now, for real life, I'm recording this before the Super Bowl, so we're not going to be able to discuss the Super Bowl today. But that's all right, isn't it? It is, it is. So um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope the Super Bowl was fun and everything you thought about it was good. Um, there's some good commercials. Like I said, I am recording this before the Super Bowl, like an hour before. Uh, I have a very busy week coming up with us going to a trade show and us getting ready to transition into our exterior season. And with the two trade shows we're trying to go to as well, so there's three total trade shows we're trying to hit this year. It is a um, smorgasbord of stuff. If you don't know right now, you're going to know. Smorgasbord is one of my favorite words to use in the English dictionary, along with the word waltz. Waltz thinking about this. No, I, I don't know why it just is, and I apologize about the ruffle of paper and just going through some stuff. Whew. Let's do something together. If you're driving, don't do this. If you're driving, do it the deflated way. But if you're dri- if you're not driving, do this with me, okay? Sit up in whatever you're doing or if you're standing up. Take a deep breath. Bring that breath all the way down to your stomach, to your abs, your core. Hold it. Don't breathe out your nose. Don't breathe out your mouth. Just hold that. I don't want to have a lot of dead air on the podcast, so I'm going to talk through this. In three seconds, let's let it out. One, two, three. Do one more time. In through the nose. Fill out. You want to fill your stomach, your 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 core. Fill up. Hold it. Release. One more time. You guys got this, man. You you got it. You are all like great at this. Now let it out. Now shake those arms. Now this is what I do before a job site, during the middle of a day, before a podcast. Give you guys a little bit of my energy. There you go. Now. I'm ready to go. Your blood's flowing. You have this like aura going around you. Um, it is awesome. Now, now, Motivational Monday is here. I love it. Everything about motivation. I love um, the good and the bad with it. And I want to chime in on something real quick. I'm very proud of myself. I like to sh- just share my accomplishments. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to share them. And in it being a genuine way, I am on this journey of being fit. Part of my 2020 goal was to lose some weight. So I am down about eight pounds. Now, you're going to be like, Splash, that's not a lot. You're absolutely right. That's not a lot. But for me, my goal with my weight loss this year is to not lose big chunks at a time, but to lose things. Part of this journey with me that I have a really hard time in my motivation is this, is food. I don't necessarily want to say I'm addicted to food. What I don't like in it, which is not an addiction part, is this, is that I look at food in a different method, in a different way. Now I'm going to share this with you and don't ooh and ah, because I don't need that. I'm only sharing this with you. So you understand part of the struggle that I have growing up as a young boy, we were on food stamps. Now I'm a product of the eighties. I was born in 79. And when I lit in the time frames that I lived with my mother and father, but when I wasn't in a foster home, we were always struggling to eat food, to find food. We were we legitimately would get into dumpsters. My brother would put me in a dumpster to find food. Um, half-eaten chicken nuggets, heart, hearties, um, 
I remember it. I remember going into like Denny's and asking for food. And, you know, my mom, we'd get a big styrofoam of potatoes and, and, um, and eggs and because my mom would be hidden. But if I went in, it was different. There's a little kid, long hair, short, not chubby at all asking for food. They, they just felt it and they did. They kept it human. And I remember these. I don't, I don't ponder on them, but I remember them. So now as an adult, I look at food as simply this. Nobody, not my kids, my wife, my friends, my family, nobody, a doctor, but me is going to tell me what I can and can't eat. I'm very strict on that. Because I have this mental block, I call, that growing up, it was a struggle to find it, to have it. And being on food stamps, my mother would want to use the money for other things that weren't food related. You know where I'm going. And so I would go and cash in the food stamps when they were paper and get change back and I'd get half of that and have to give the rest to my mom. Usually I'd get a quarter and then she'd keep the difference. So I'd go buy a candy bar for 10 cents, get 90 back, get a quarter back and she'd keep the difference or she'd keep all of it. And I think the store's new, whatever. But so when I diet, it's extremely hard. So I don't look at me dieting. I look at it as a life change. And I try to find that motivation within myself. And then I try to find that motivation with the, my, the way that I'm feeling. And the last year, I have felt okay, but I haven't felt the way I want to feel. And the journey really started for me about a year and a half ago, um, doing, doing those things. And it was, it was fun. It was, it was exciting. And I just wanted to, um, you know, make sure that I protect myself. Get out. Get out. And so I'm sitting here, you know, sorry, I'm trying to put these words in order as I, as I explain this and talk about this on this podcast. But like, when I think of diet, it really cringes the internal side of me mentally that, oh my God, someone's going to fucking control what I eat. Someone's going to be telling me what I can't. The, the My kids, my wife, or whoever knows is going to be judging me. And I don't want that. I don't judge other people except for one time, and I'll get to that later. And that's not even a judge. It's more of like a funny thing that I do. But I don't like that judgment. And that is where that food block comes. So the last year... And I really hit this in the in January, and I'm proud of myself um, because I use food as an enjoyment thing. Like I do. Like So this weekend, um, <clears throat> my wife went out and got her hair done, and she was talking to the stylist. And we, we have this challenge. Like We don't go out and eat a lot. Opposed to what we used to, we don't. But we try to find new places. And so they told us, like, go, go to this place called the Garage Grill. It's really good. You'll like it. Something that has hamburgers. I'm not a big hamburger guy. Like I'm not going to seek out a hamburger joint, but I had told myself when I knew we were going to, okay, I'm going to just split the hamburger with my wife. We'll share whatever it is. I'm going to have my potatoes. Even though there's a lot of carbs and I'm trying not trying to eat them, but maybe I'll switch it up a little bit, but I'm going to do this. But so we go to this place. It's really, the, the atmosphere is really good right off the bat. We sit down, look at the menu and they have fucking sushi. Well, sushi is like a nemesis to me because I love sushi. I love, love sushi. And then the the waiter, he's an awesome dude. He uh, He's telling me about it. He's like, man, have you ever eaten here? I'm like, no, I've never eaten here before. Like, what do you recommend? Like, I, I will always ask the people that work there what they recommend. If it's somewhere I've never been three times. Well, after the third time, I should have an idea. 
And he's like, you got to try these nacho sushis, sushi nachos. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, there's probably no chips on us. There's not a lot of carbs, but I'm going to try this. And my wife's like, yeah, I, you know, and because she, she's on her own journey. We're, we're on a journey together, but we're on our own journey. But we do it together in a sense. And I'm like, look, let's just share them. We don't know what they are. Let's just, you know, so we'll share our meal. Opposed, like her having to get a $30 meal, me getting a $30 meal. And that's like one thing we've worked on together. I'm so proud of myself because it is extremely hard for me to share food. Like when I tell you, like, I'm not going to let anyone dictate what I eat. I'm not. I'm going to eat what I want. And, I, and I'm doing this before Super Sunny because I've already told myself, like, I'm going to eat. It's not going to be bad, but I'm going to eat because I don't eat like this a lot anymore. Like the way you would eat on Super Bowl, I would eat three times a month, five times a month, if not more. But now I've really toned it down a lot. Still got a lot of work to go. But these sushi nachos were the fucking bomb. Like just awesome. There were chips on. I thought maybe be rice, but it's basically the outside of what is on sushi with the ins, no rice, but everything else on a plate of chips. It was just amazing. But to tie this into the motivation, the fact that I can go somewhere and eat and feel confident in myself that, no one, not my my wife, my kids, anybody. I never bring them up. Those are the ones I'm closest to. And not let that dictate what I'm going to eat is a struggle. So with it being motivational money, like it is hard for me to let that go as I deep sigh. <laughs> Caught myself. Because sometimes I think like, oh man, like I just want some hash browns for breakfast. Like the last episode, like I love breakfast. And hence the last episode was feed me breakfast. Like, you know how much of a food guy I am. It's not that I think about it every second of the day, but I do like, I get asphyxiated on the way food is. Um, but I'm proud of myself. And, and I, I share this with you because I think it's important as whether it's the blue collar work we're doing or it's the personal things at the end of the day, it's the blue collar we're blue collars, but what we do outside of that doesn't define us, nor does the work we do define us. But as a blue collar tribe, like we need to motivate each other. And and I, if you're on this path, if you're on a path that you want to share your story, call 501-444-2583 or text, leave me a message. We'll share it, you know, because we're a group, we're a tribe that are pushing each other. But when you set goals for yourself, you have to tell people whether you're achieving them or not. So that was part of that goal. The other goals that I have, we're working on. Um, this week's going to be really hectic for me. I got a lot going on, but as my 2020 goals of being fit, not just physically fit, the financially fit, the emotional fit, the, the working out fit, like I'm really getting this itch and my wife laughs. Cause like, is it a 50% or like a hundred percent? I'm really getting this itch where I want to start running again. I miss it. I miss that excitement from running. We went to spin class a few times, but that excitement. So right now that's like one of my big motivations is finding that motivation to wake up at four. Cause I do wake up early to go out and run. I like, I love, and I miss it. I don't like doing it when it's 10 degrees though. So I'm trying to figure out a way that I can incorporate that with this horrible weather. Even though I got the clothes to run outside, it's just not fun with your lungs and yeah, it's just not, but there's the motivation. You have to, you can't rely on people. I guess what I'm trying to say is this, is that you get to control everything in your world to be what you want to be. But you have to find the motivation and be willing to share that motivation with other people to make it last and be worthwhile. 
I am of the mindset that less is more when it comes to words. And it's weird saying that being a podcast host because I genuinely love talking. Like I'm excited to come to these tool conventions and meet you all and talk to you and sell you some swag and, and show you products that I have fallen in love with that work on a job site. I'm excited to hear your stories because um, we all have a story. We all have somewhere that we come from. We all have that area in our life that we're just like, man, I can't believe like I've pushed through that. And some of you right now are in that space that you're trying to push through. And it just feels like every time that you do, you have a pallet of bricks fall back on your shoulders. And I want to tell you first, you can do it. You can absolutely fucking do it. Second, you're the only one. I know that everything in life has ties to other people, but if you keep getting this pallet of bricks on you and it doesn't seem like it's going away, you need to stop. I'm not saying stop what the action is, but you really need to stop in your life and think like, what can I insert name there do? Because what I'm doing now isn't. Now, on the flip side, if it's one of those things that you're alone, I'm going to be very harsh with you right now. You're not fucking alone. I know it may feel like it. I have a dear friend of mine that's dealing with this very situation with a family member of theirs. This family member feels alone and feels like no one's doing anything to help them. And I say this to you in a loving place, but I'm going to keep it human. You aren't alone. You're probably being helped right now, but you don't want the type of help you're getting. But it's the only type of help that this person can give you. Because that's all that their energy is going to do. If you've told someone that they're not giving you the help that they need, then let them go. Don't enable it anymore. But if you're the person that is saying, well, I want help, but you're not giving it to me that way. Speak your goddamn motherfucking truth. I don't feel bad for someone because I've been this person. So understand why I say this. I don't feel bad for you. If you feel like those pallet of bricks keep getting dumped on you and you're not making any progress, that hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper. You have no ladder to get out, no way to build yourself a fountain to get out of it. But you're wrong. You do. Those bricks that are burying you, are the universe's way of saying, look, here's another way. Dig yourself out of it. And if you're not getting what you want, you have to speak your truth. And that reality, though, when you speak your truth, you have to be prepared that that next person next to you is going to speak their truth. They're just as entitled as you are. When we're born and or when you start a family and you bring a child in, that is the responsibility of yours to raise that child. You made that decision. When you get into the science of it, you made the decision to find out how math works. One into zero goes how many times? And poof, nine months later, there's this beautiful human in front of you. Throughout time, you raise this baby, and you're going to raise it and, and guide it and give it direction. But just like you, they there's this beautiful thing that the universe did. They get to make their own decisions. But it's up to you to speak your truth and know what you need. So 
If you are a loner, you feel that you are. I'm telling you right now, you're not. I know that you're not. If everyone's, there is, somebody always has somebody. The only person that doesn't have somebody, unfortunately, is that person that's in a bunker that went in there before World War II and was waiting for their commanders to come out. That is it. If you're in jail, you still have somebody. And, and, and if, if all your family is passed, I know that you have somebody. You work, you deal with society on a daily basis. So find something. Find that motivation to speak your truth. Find the motivation to dig yourself out. But understand, it doesn't come around from anybody. Like I was talking about my food. My food journey doesn't dictate other people's. I'm going to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat within the reason that I'm allowing for myself. And that is motivation within itself for me to do and not let others control that. Not that they have, but not let others control that part of me, but knowing that I have full control, that I take responsibility for every little thing that I'm doing. So until tomorrow, I'm your host splash. I hope you all have a great day on Tuesday. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. but until then it's been a pleasure. Don't forget, call, tell your friends, come follow us on uh, Instagram. No bullshit blue collar. And you can call the number 501-444-2583. If you're alone, call that number. If you feel that you're truly alone, call that number. We'll text. We can communicate. I'll, we'll put you on the podcast. Share your story, Blue Collar Tribe. I'll see you later.